0: Welcome to Eclipse, the Heroes Podcast, where two old-school Heroes fangirls rewatch the show, talk about it, defend its honor. My name is Rachel.
1: And I'm Keisha.
0: And today, we are here! It's Thanksgiving! Oh my gosh! Cut the turkey! Knock things off your shelf when you, like, throw your arms out in, like, an enthusiastic <laughs> manner. Um, <laughs> Woo. Get that cranberry! Open that can of cranberry sauce! It's Thanksgiving!
1: Yeah, get your yams!
0: Season 4, episode 11... Thanksgiving,
1: the only official holiday episode in Heroes, I believe,
0: and it's kind of weird a little bit. I was watching this and yeah. I was like, "Is this is kind of a like kind of a weird episode?" But like, you know, yeah, yeah, not necessarily in a bad way.
1: It's no, it's it's definitely like I, I like how it gives a chance for some things to come to light, but then also it's mostly like it's definitely one of those chessboard episodes. We're putting pieces where they need to be. Mm-hmm. Um, for all the stuff that's about to happen, that's about to get real in, like, an episode or two. Like, four fucking real, all over the place, so.
0: Oh, yeah. So, no news <laughs> that I know of. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nothing here. So here we go, almost two years in the making, uh, Thanksgiving episode on Thanksgiving.
1: <laughs> this is all I ever wanted. I've been harping about this since almost day one of this podcast, so...
0: And here we are, so...
1: I'm very happy right
0: now. <laughs> My dream came true. You should be. I am. So, if you're hearing this on Thanksgiving, it's because it was released, like, a little early, so it could be out on Thanksgiving, so...
1: Yep. So, you know, give you a chance to ignore your family and listen to listen to a sweet podcast. <laughs>
0: or just be like, it's a regular Thursday for me, it's not Thanksgiving here. <laughs> Get a little yeah. a little taste of American Thanksgiving, so
1: exactly exactly
0: so we get uh noah giving out the previously and dipping in we see samuel watching the chandra film that hero rescued for him and he gets interrupted by uh hero knocking on the door and he kind of ignores him and he's like it's Mm -hmm. (laughs) him watching the film is very like oops i was watching a porno don't knock on my door hero
1: Oh my god. It is, though. It is. Because he's uh, real happy with what he's seeing. <laughs> yes.
0: Yes. It's very like,
1: Woo-hoo. Yep.
0: And Hero's <laughs> like, Come, I see you in there. Come out. I want to know where Charlie is. I did my end of the deal. And eventually Samuel comes out like, oh, were you knocking, Hero? It's and... Such a dick. Samuel's like, listen, I don't have time to tell you where Charlie is. There's so much more like with this truth. They're like, oh, I've got so much to do before we can find out and I still need you. And hero actually physically stops him from moving, and he's like, "Oh, you feeling brave, huh Stop time, chop me up to bits!" But oh, guess what? You'll never find out where Charlie is if you do that. And he's like, "But you know what? It's Thanksgiving today. Hero, why don't you go set that table and uh, smile?"
1: I mean, I love when hero gets like very no. I I'm I I can be aggressive. Everybody, you know, treats me like I'm this little time-traveled dweeb, but, like, no, you're pissing me off, Samuel.
0: And he really gets that way later in the episode, too.
1: As you should. Um, my thing is, is I'm, I'm sat here like, you know, oh, you know, Samuel's holding the Charlie thing over his head. And I was like, you know, Samuel, it would be very easy for hero to, like, fucking kill you. And then also go back in time and see where you put her. Like, he could go and, like, stalk your ass in time if he really felt mm-hmm. like it. But it would probably not work for him because of his, you know, his sickness. Yeah. So. Part
0: of the reason why he's like, oh, go ahead and kill me is like, or can you? You know? Because he's having yeah, yeah, a problem yeah. right now.
1: Yep. But I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just sat here like, I mean, he fully stabbed Siler. I'll get you the comic book, Samuel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he He did the thing. So... Don't toy with that man for too long, is what I'm saying. Yeah,
0: he's capable.
1: Yes, very much so.
0: Capable a little down at the moment. So that's probably working in Samuel's favor just a little bit.
1: Oh, definitely.
0: So moving to Washington, D.C. We see that uh, Noah is shopping and he's pulling out a frozen turkey while talking to Claire on the phone. And Claire tells him Gretchen moved out (laughs) because he asked if she's going to come with to Thanksgiving. She's like, she's gone. She moved across campus. And he's like, well, listen, let me make it up to you with this big Bennett family Thanksgiving. I really want you to come. I don't want to be alone with Sandra and Doug. (laughs) (laughs) Because Lyle's not coming. He's busy. And Claire agrees to come. And she hangs up. But we're not done over there in the supermarket yet. Because Noah looks at his phone at a photo of Lauren, who oh, wow, look who's in the supermarket. She's like, oh, my God. (laughs) What brings you to this part of uh, Washington? And um, we find out that she became a CIA agent after Primatech exploded. And she's like, why are you on this side of town, Noah? And he's like, oh, I'm, you know, canned yams. I can only get them here. And she's like, you've been stalking me. (laughs) And he's like, yeah. And he, he kind of invites her to it because she rightfully calls him out like, Oh, are you having Thanksgiving a week from now because you're getting a frozen turkey? You kind of have to already get a cooked turkey because that's today.
1: <laughs> so funny.
0: And he invites her to join him for dinner.
1: I am obsessed with Noah, man with a plan, Bennett, trying to buy a frozen turkey the day of Thanksgiving.
0: Because <laughs> oh, even Claire was like, since when do you cook?
1: Yep, he doesn't. He doesn't know anything about this stuff.
0: Yeah, this is Cereal Man in his, like, sad bachelor apartment.
1: Yeah, yep. Cereal and takeout—that's it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, oh, I love, I love, I love Lauren. I love Lauren.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's good energy. Yep.
1: She's great energy, and I love their chemistry. I ugh, I ship them really hard. I really enjoy Noah and Lauren quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause she like is from the same world, and she gives as good as she gets. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Like she she's just on the right level with him, and it's great. It's not like the very clear power imbalance that always existed between him and Sandra, whether or not he wanted to. Yes,
0: yes. So. And we get more of that like sense of Lauren yep. in this episode as well.
1: But yeah, she she's great, and I, <laughs> I I just I I love that whole scene in the in the little grocery store. I think that's uh, a, a, that's a cute little like it's not a meat cute, but it's a something. <laughs> like...
0: <laughs> it was it was an intentional meat cute on his uh, part.
1: Yep. Well you know who's having an interesting Thanksgiving so far is is probably Nathan and Peter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, if you remember last episode, uh, there were some revelations made about the nature of who this Nathan really is. And also we saw that Siler is back in that body, but it's, you know, it, it's the whole thing's a lot more complicated than it could have been. Which I actually kind of appreciate on a storytelling level. You know, it would have been so easy for them to just be like, well, goodbye Nathan. Mm -hmm. But they really dig their heels in in an interesting way. And we get to see parts of that in this episode. Because Nathan is uh, passed out. and He's all twitchy and he has a bottle in his hand. Like, he he fully drank and passed out. And Peter is in the room, arms crossed, just watching his ass down. (laughs) Like, he is waiting for something to happen. Because, you know... He knows the truth now, and he's right to be concerned. But there's a knock on the door, and this is all interrupted because Angela's there, and she's got some people with her, and they come in to set up dinner that Peter very clearly did not say he was hosting mm-hmm. <laughs> and did not ask for in anyway. <laughs> so very classic Angela, just sort of, you know, steamrolling people and doing what she wants. And, you know, it's so great, because every little bit of dialogue exchanged between the three of these characters is so loaded and has so much double meaning. And so Angela's like, you know, oh, where's your brother, honey? And he's like, good question. (laughs) Like, where is my brother, Angela? Where is my brother, mom? In a fucking storage unit. That's where, like, it's all very pointed Mm-hmm. And he's all huffy because she's ignoring him. And he tells her, he tells her about the storage unit and that he saw Nathan's body. And she's like, oh, hand, hand. You know, it, it was a shapeshifter posing as him. Worst kind of identity theft. Like, oh, had to be stopped. And he brings up Parkman as well. And Angela's like, please, hon. He's unbalanced. And from what I understand, suicidal. And, you know, just really <laughs> trying to Angela her way through things. And, uh, Peter's like, well, because, like, Siler's in his head, right? Like, what'd you do? Like, just fucking have that with it. I know everything. You need to just, like, fill it in. You need to just confess, basically. And Nathan is awake, and he's in the room now, too. And so she's in between the both of them. And Angela's just like, okay, well, let's set the table, and we'll sit down, and we'll discuss things like a family, because it's Thanksgiving. And Nathan snatches her arm when she tries to walk away from him, and he's, like, holding her arm, like, painfully, like, gripping it. And she, you know, I I love how Angela's very like, okay, if we don't do the things exactly the way I want to do them, I'm going to leave and you'll never hear from me again. So your move kind of thing, you know, like I, I have some power here. So reluctantly, you know, he lets go and she goes about busying herself in the corner. And we see the camera focus back on Nathan and his face is like flickering it looks like wax like it's trying to become something else Oh, ho-ho. happy thanksgiving <laughs> somebody's coming to dinner <laughs> Uh yeah
0: I-, I loved her <laughs> just like oh. brushing peter off and like when he's like was, i've seen the story yeah. and she was like renee told you that so again another haitian name drop hey. um yep yeah just her like trying to brush it off brush it off brush it off and it's like He's like, I know yep. everything, Mother, just admit it.
1: <laughs> these Catholics, they got to have their confessions, man.
0: Yep, yep, yep. The drama. <laughs> the
1: drama. It's so funny because you think the drama would be like the Bennets. And later on it is to a point. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and the carnival is very tense as well. But the, it's it's these three. Yes. Where it's like, oh, God, this is a this is a meal to remember. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, or should I say four? These four.
0: Mm, fair point. Ooh. Fair point.
1: <laughs> yeah oh joy joy so yeah woosh heroes uh, going back to the Bennets we see Noah fussing around his apartment and he's like checking on food and he's clearly anxious and who should arrive first but Claire yay Claire showed up and so she arrives and Lauren is there as well already and she's you know obviously helping Noah with dinner and and <laughs> <laughs> Claire's like, you brought a date? And he's like, she's not a date. (laughs) She's an old friend, and she's helping me make dinner. Because remember, I'm hopeless. It would have been cereal, you know? Do you want cereal for Thanksgiving, Claire? I don't think anybody wants that. And, you know, it's very obvious that, like, yeah, no, she's so a date. Don't fucking lie. And then um, we don't get to spend too much time with that because... Sandra shows up with Doug and Mr. Muggles. Yay, Mr. Muggles. We haven't seen you in so long. How are you doing, buddy? How's Mr. Muggles doing with the divorce? You know, nobody nobody ever sits down and wonders that. <laughs> He's probably okay, though, because Doug is also a Pomeranian guy. And he has a girl Pomeranian whose name is, I swear to fucking God, Dame Penelope Jean Lovegood the Third. But you can just call her. Mrs. Lovegood. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> yep. um, yeah, he's a crazy dog. He's a crazy dog person. He's like a dog, like, he's, he's like, he's like the version of Sandra we met in season one, mm. like, but a, but a guy. So, you know, they all come in and Sandra sees Lauren. It's like, you hired a cook? And it's like, no, that's, that's Lauren. And Sandra's kind of like, oh, oh, come on. You know, like, what, what is going on on this day? So. Bit of interesting, you know, introductions and such in this little this little moment as we prepare for our dinner with the Bennets. Mm-hmm.
0: Doug is definitely the man that Sandra deserves.
1: Um, yes, yes.
0: I wish them nothing but happiness. We'll see more with them later Ab- in the episode.
1: <laughs> absolutely. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh. Also, the other thing I want to talk about is I don't understand the drama about Lauren potentially being a date, especially because Sandra is bringing Doug.
1: That's fully what I'm thinking as well.
0: If it was just Sandra coming over, then I'd get like, yes, you're bringing a date and mom's just coming. I don't understand. But she yeah. has dug with yeah, her. Yeah, that's a dick move. So what is mm-hmm. the drama of this other woman being there? <laughs>
1: um, I think we get to explore a little bit of it later on where we find out how they know each other. Yes. Um, but at first it's like, huh, okay, interesting.
0: So. But Claire didn't even get an introduction to that. And she's all like, is no. this a date you should have told mom?
1: but why though <laughs> exactly i'm like yeah
0: should he have yeah so <laughs> i fully agree
1: i'm like it's it's not like they're you know two against one or whatever like if anything noah's preventing that for himself so
0: <laughs> fair fair
1: it should be it should be a good thing that everybody's evenly paired so
0: yeah Leave us a comment on the Discord if, like, if you think that this definitely is a party foul he pulled in this situation where she's also (laughs) bringing a date, so. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, it's it's, it's probably because it's a family meal, but also it's like, Doug's not family.
0: Mm
1: -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. I'll be that guy. Doug's not family. So. But he is now, so why can't Lauren? Yeah. No, I understand. Also, one
0: more thing to mention is that uh, Claire keeps trying to tell Noah something and gets interrupted.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: So. I think she was going to tell him something on the phone, but it's like, oh, I'll tell you since I'm coming. And then she's like, mm-hmm. I'll tell you before I get there. And then Lauren popped out. And it's like, okay, so Claire has something loaded that she's trying to tell her father.
1: Yeah, she she has she has quite the bomb that's going to go off.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: It's like so great because, you know, and we'll, we'll talk about it obviously when we get to it, but it really goes with the whole like metaphor of Claire growing up, you know, in, in reference to her being... Like, special and different, but also just dealing with things that normal college people, like, college-age girls deal with. Mm-hmm. Like, her feelings and stuff could happen, whether or not she could heal. So. Yeah. She's she's going through
0: it. <laughs> I'm also kind of sad that there is no law with this, because I feel like his, like, additional reactions with everything coming uh, up would have been, chef's kiss, but.
1: It would have been, and also, I think then we haven't, we've seen the last of him. I right. think
0: so, yeah. I don't think we see Lyle again. Yeah.
1: Oh, sad day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. So, you know, that's setting up some fun interactions to come over at the Bennett house. Uh, how's the carnival?
0: Hiro is angrily setting the table at the carnival with Lydia, and Lydia's all like, what's what's the problem? It's Thanksgiving. He's like, we don't have Thanksgiving in Japan.
1: <laughs> Thank you! Thank you!
0: <laughs> and he tells her, like, I'm upset because Samuel just he won't tell me where Charlie is he keeps breaking his promise to me and him saying that also catches Edgar's attention who's nearby Mm -hmm. and Hero kind of like stomps off and Edgar's like uh Lydia if he fixed the past where's Joseph and we get like a slight little time skip because shortly after uh Lydia calls Hero aside and she's like well so what exactly did you do for Samuel and he's like I can't tell you because Charlie's at stake And then she tries to wile him a little bit by, like, changing in front of him. And he catches on. He's like, trying to seduce me. My heart belongs to Charlie. And he, like, turns around. And she's like, no, but I need, like, I want to use my ability with you to feel what your feelings. But I I need contact for it to work. And he's like, oh, I guess. Okay, sure. I understand. Abilities are all different. Whatever. And she turns around, offers her back to him, and he touches her. And she reads his feelings, but she still doesn't quite understand why he didn't save Joseph from what he's felt. And she's like, you have to take me back eight weeks so I can know the truth. And Hero's Hi- like, no, I can't. And yet he does, because it, like, <laughs> happens. And we see Mohinder leaving the carnival, and Samuel confronting Joseph outside of the ta- the trailer. And Samuel's like, let's go for a walk. And Or not Samuel, Joseph is like, let's go for a walk with Samuel. And Hero's like, fuck, we gotta go before we step on a butterfly, but Lydia's not listening. She's already following after to see what's about to happen here.
1: Just stomping on butterflies all over the place. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, he's like, (laughs)
1: And I had an interesting thought about them being there that I'll have to remember when we get to that point.
0: Oh, okay. Okay.
1: That I only just thought of, and I was like, I wonder if, in that time travel paradox kind of way.
0: You'll have to let me know, because I didn't, I was like trying to think of something, but didn't, it didn't come to me, so please, please do tell Mm -hmm. when we get around to that.
1: Okay, I'll try to remember, so. Particularly when they're in the
0: field. Gotcha. So, from that, we go back to the Petrelli Thanksgiving. <laughs> and Angela asks Nathan to say grace, and he says no. And they're, like, <laughs> they're begging her to tell them the truth and put them out of misery. And she, she's like, I don't expect you to understand my decision. And she does tell them finally, she's like, I had a dream that Parkman saved you when you were going off to go fight Siler. And she got so wrapped up into it, she went to go find him, and by the time they got back to the hotel, Nathan was already dead. She admits she made Parkman do it, and then she's like, this is the part where I ask you to forgive me. And they're like, oh, so the body was Nathan that we found. And she's like, well, technically, (laughs) yes. Like, she's in full denial right now. Oh, yeah. She's like, his mind is still there. That is Nathan sitting there, you know? And just because you know the truth, nothing has to change. We're still a family, And so she picks up her glass to raise a toast, like, to us, family, and (laughs) Nathan and Peter are having none of it. They're just sitting there, like, arms crossed while she's having her own Thanksgiving kind of by herself at this point.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no shit. It's very interesting. Like, yeah, we're... Again, it's so, I think, kind of cool that the show wasn't just like, well, yep. That's Nathan's dead body. Nathan, no more. Like we're we're really gonna explore some very interesting concepts about identity, mm-hmm. like throughout this, and uh, and and also, I mean, it's going to be a big messy part of the grieving process for everyone too. Yeah. Now that the truth is is fully out there, mm-hmm. I just always thought it was a very interesting approach that they took.
0: Yeah, they could have just easily just been like, "Oop, it's Tyler now."
1: Yep, it's Tyler, baby. Um. And also, you can tell a lot of it is them not wanting to say goodbye to Pazdar. Yes,
0: well. yep, yep. yep.
1: So they really stretch which, it, out. which
0: kind of gives they a lot of, gave a lot of fans false hope, as we've like touched oh, on Jesus. before. Which we'll touch on more uh-huh. in the next episode.
1: Yes, because that's like the that was the one that was the one that so many people got angry about. Mm-hmm.
0: You know? Yep.
1: but we're not there yet.
0: No, 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 no,
1: we're not there yet. We got to go back to the Bennetts. Yeah, we got to see another Thanksgiving toast. Mm-hmm. So this time Noah is doing a toast. And it's uh, a little special shout out in it to Lauren, who, without her efforts, we'd all be eating Japanese takeout right now, because <laughs> I'm a dumb bitch who doesn't know that you can't just buy a turkey the day <laughs> <laughs> And so we, um, we get the story of how Doug and Sandy met, um... <laughs> <laughs> He calls her Sandy, which Claire even mouths to Noah, like, Sandy? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, they met at the groomers uh, because the dogs fell in love first. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Which so is much. just wonderful. I love everything about that so much. It's so perfect. Miss Lovegood and uh, Mr. Muggles. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, yeah, then they came later. It's kind of 101 Dalmatians, really.
0: <laughs> yep, yep, yep.
1: Oh, gosh. So we learn as they're telling the st- as Doug is telling the story and everything, um, you know, they're passing the food around. Um, Claire tries to pass along some, like, green bean casserole. And he's like, oh, nope, can't. I'm allergic to legumes. And so they're like, well, we told our little meat cute, like, how-, how do you guys know each other, Noah and Lauren? And it's like, well, we used to work together at Primatech. And Sandy just fully being, like, the paper company or that other thing? <laughs> <laughs> And I love how Lauren is just so, like, not phased. She's like, oh, you know, about the other thing. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> and poor Sandra. God, just the mic drop of the episode. A memory can only be erased so many times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, golly. Yep. That was just like, oh, yeah, this is why they should not be together anymore. It's very clear. Mm-hmm. Um, And, like, Doug is such a stuffed shirt of a guy, but, like... He's obviously very sweet and obviously is very into her. And like you said earlier, they, they, they are a good match. So I'm happy for her. Um, and so he does the little thing where he's like, well, you know, in my family, we went around the table and we each said a thing we were thankful for, which, you know, lots of people do that on Thanksgiving. And he says, he's thankful for the two beautiful women in his life, Miss Lovegood and Sandy. He says, Miss Lovegood first, which kills me, um, dog people. Am I right? So Noah's like, okay, well, um, I'm thankful that Claire decided to come. Yay, Claire. And Lauren's like, I'm thankful for canned yams. wink because it's that whole, you know, (laughs) little call back to their grocery store thing. And Claire's like, well, being ever the like 19 year old, I think she is right now, like 18, 19. She's like 18, probably almost, right?
0: I think so. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: At this point, um, it's being like, well, I'm just not really feeling it right now. I'm not in like a grateful mood. Like, I I don't want to do it. And they're like, well, well, Claire, what's wrong? And she drops the bomb that is just the most perfect, like, excellent teenager ruining dinner thing. I'm thinking about dropping out of school.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I liked was uh, Doug kind of interjects this, like, thankful thing to break the tension. Mm-hmm. Because Sandra is like, <laughs> oh, so you used to work with Lauren and the memory thing
1: she's Uh like, so is she
0: something I'm not supposed to remember? And Noah's like, no.
1: Oh, yes.
0: And then Doug's like, whoop. And I also like, because when she's like, so many times the memory can be erased, Doug's kind of like, tilts his head a little, like, I don't know what the fuck she's talking (laughs) about. What? (laughs) (laughs) But just like, brushes it off.
1: Welcome to Bandit Family Thanksgiving forever. (laughs) And
0: Noah also thinks the reason that Claire is initially like, not thankful is because her roommate moved out because Gretchen's gone. And then Claire's it's like, no, I'm fucking, yeah. I'm going to leave school. That's what I'm thinking about. So I'm trying to talk to you. Let's do this now then, dad. Fine. Huh? That's what I'm thinking.
1: <laughs> right in the middle of dinner, right in the middle of everything. And uh, talk about a way to bring the attention off of everyone being a little tense and a little unsure, but to focus them directly on <laughs> their daughter who's thinking of leaving college.
0: Yep. hmm hmm
1: Interesting to see where that will go.
0: Yeah. That's
1: such, like, great Thanksgiving, like, just drop the bomb right there in the middle of dinner kind of
0: behavior. She's, ha- she's had enough of it.
1: <laughs> yeah, she tried. She tried to say it in private, and it didn't go, so.
0: Yep. This is what
1: we're doing. Um, going back to Samuel in the carnival, uh, he notices that Lydia's gone from their little table. And we see Lydia has a daughter
0: mm-hmm.
1: at the carnival. So a lot of her fear of Samuel and, like, willingness to do what he says makes instant sense. Um, her daughter's Amanda. And he's like, have you seen your mother? And she's like, well, he went, uh, she went to go find the Japanese man. And he's like, oh, has she? You know, kind of thing. Like, <laughs> oh, there's, there's treachery afoot.
0: Uh-oh. Before you go on. Yes. If you just watch the show, the drop of Amanda is, like, <laughs> so casual. Because she was a big part uh-huh. of, like, an extra series they had going on. That I think had the reveal that Amanda was her daughter in it.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Like, some You're of the, right. like, extra stuff, and I think potentially comics as well, so... If you, like, even now, or even then, if you didn't look at any of the extra stuff, you'd be like, who the hell is Amanda?
1: <laughs> well, it's like the thing in Villains with Rachel.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, she's so important to the extra stuff, but then when, in the show, it's just like, oh, yeah, and then, and then Rachel the agent. It's like, wait, what? Who?
0: Yeah. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A daughter but, is a little more jarring, though, than an extra random company oh, person. Oh,
1: absolutely. So, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But like I said, it is instant, like, oh, that's why she... Okay, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. She has a daughter there. That is... That's that's dangerous. That could be very dangerous for her and for her daughter. So they go back, you know, we, we, we go back in the past where we left things off and we see now the Sullivan brothers uh, just, you know, having their... You know, having it out with each other. And... Samuel feels very betrayed by Joseph having lied to him all this time and kept him back. And he forces Joseph to tell him, like, you know, what, what is it? What, what is, you know, what is the big secret here? What is going on? And Joseph stupidly tells him. <laughs> and um, he's like, you can move the earth, Samuel, but it's more than that. Cities, mountains, you have the power to kill millions. But he won't tell him how. And so he's like, show me the film. And Joseph's like, nope, too late. I told Dr. Suresh to fucking burn it. And so it gets physical. Samuel is frustrated. He shoves Joseph down. And Joseph just kind of takes it in stride because he understands that Samuel's upset, you know, and he's younger and impulsive and, you know, all that shit. But I, and that's the thing that kind of bothers me. It's like, you really should be taking this more seriously. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. he's clearly in a way. And so, you know, Joseph gets back up and he's like, this is what's going to happen contacted a man from the government he's going to come he's going to take you in i gave him a compass to find us like you're not going to be around us anymore it's just too much you know too much you're too dangerous you're unstable this isn't happening and samuel is just fucking like no to this he's like you've betrayed me my entire life and he gets angry and behind him you can see it's like a rock right yeah or is the clod of dirt it's like a rock
0: it's a rock yeah
1: it's a rock. Um, So he's lifting a rock. He's, like, getting angry, so his power's really, like, whoa, you know? And he, there's a rock lifting behind him, and he, it zips over, and it hits Joseph, like, in the throat. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. fucks him up good. And that's how Joseph died, is Samuel used his power and, uh, in a fit of passion, killed his brother for lying to him and for trying to send him away from his life the only thing he's ever known and he immediately regrets it you know in that crime of passion kind of way but he hears rustling in the grass because Lydia and Hero are watching all of this and he goes to find what the disturbance is and they're freaking out because Lydia's like oh my god he's coming he's coming he's coming because he's pissed you know and he's dangerous obviously and Hero manages at the very last moment to get them out of there but it was a real close call so
0: yeah Mm mm-hmm so what was your uh, time thing?
1: Um, Joseph walked Samuel away from the others so that he would be safe enough to have the conversation, but only because Hero and Lydia were near did Samuel have the strength to do what he did and kill Joseph. Mm. Because time paradox, right? They always were there. Yes. So.
0: Yes. I, and that did not even occur to me that that was enough for him because it was a small rock. It's not like a boulder he picked up and smashed him with.
1: No, but I think it helps. Yeah. The, the efficientness of it, let's say. Like, he didn't wobble. He didn't waver. Like, no, it was like...
0: Because we don't know for sure. And then he was like, fuck. Yeah. Like, what his level is with stuff. And do, do we know that um, Joseph even has a power?
1: Um, I think he does. Doesn't it get revealed in the comic or As something? It's possible,
0: yeah. Like, maybe just one person with him isn't enough for him to do something crazy, so...
1: Yeah, but two extra people. Yeah. yeah, I think that was the problem. Mm-hmm. And then also being aware of it, and then the and then the anger. We all know the adrenaline spike does something to the powers.
0: Mm-hmm. So, it mm-hmm. did not occur to me. Good, good pickup on that.
1: Well, I just was sat there like, well, if it's a time paradox because it always is with time travel, then they were always there, and yeah. So. Yep.
0: So you're part Somehow of the reason possibly. he's dead, Lydia. Great job.
1: Yeah, and hero. Yep. Well done. Well done, guys. <laughs> well done.
0: But back to Claire. <laughs> um, she just doesn't think college is where she's supposed to be. And she is hardcore arguing with Noah. Just because she's not sure <laughs> of what to do with herself anymore. And Sandra's all loop, She's like, what did your father do? And Claire's like, it's not about him, it's about me. <laughs> and then Doug interrupts like, don't worry, Claire, this will all blow over. And Claire's <laughs> like, Really? Will this blow over? She grabs the knife off her table, presents him her wrist, and slices her arm open. And then it heals. And Lauren's like, "Oh, geez." <laughs> <laughs> and Doug faints because <laughs> they're like, "What are you doing?" And then yeah, he just passes out.
1: <laughs> the oh man, I love it. Oh really, Doug? You think you know? <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Because earlier, too, in the scene earlier, when she was like, my roommate moved out, Doug was like, I can't see why someone would do that. You're so likable. And she's like, you don't know me, Doug. (laughs) 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 Oh, she's just not having a great, great time.
1: I I love, I love, like, teenage attitude Claire. It's so fun. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, oh, you think you know, do you? Yeah. What about this? No.
0: Yep, yep, yep.
1: And Lauren's just, like, super chill, like, oh, man.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh no <laughs> like oh boy here we go yeah excellent <laughs> yeah so we'll go back to the carnival for a short moment because lydia and hero have come back to thanksgiving and she wants to tell everyone the truth about hero and Hero's not here about samuel and hero is like you cannot Char- like, it'll fuck up Charlie, something. She's like, I'm sorry, but we have to stand up to him. Some things are just too important. And we see her go to Edgar. And Samuel slides up to Hero, like, Hey, Hero, what's up? Where have you been? And he's like, Oh, you know, just <laughs> nothing. Everything's fine. Don't worry about it. And when they go over to Lydia, Samuel pulls like a little piece of um, weed out of her hair from that field they were just in. So, uh oh.
1: <laughs> Busted.
0: Mm hmm. Samuel seems to perhaps put two and two together there.
1: He's a clever man. Doesn't take much. Yeah.
0: So back over to see um <laughs> back over to the Bennett family Thanksgiving. Where Sandra is tending to a passed off Doug, and Lauren's like, oh geez, I guess, you know, he's never seen a regen before. And Sandra's like, ah, oh, this is all this is all par for the course. And she doesn't know what's going on <laughs> between him and Claire. And Lauren's like, Well, I think. That this Thanksgiving was kind of his way of letting Claire know that she has a family who loves her. And it seems like Sandra, like, appreciates that, like, thought from from Lauren.
1: Yeah, they have a nice moment.
0: She's like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, maybe she's not, like, this weird homewrecker that I thought she was. (laughs) Meanwhile, Noah is in his room of, like, he's got his little pinboard up, if you remember, showing Claire the dirt on Samuel and the compass and... Claire's like, I thought you stopped this. And he's like, no. And (laughs) she's like, well, maybe I'm not supposed to have a normal life. Like, he's kind of like trying to talk her out of this whole Samus thing. Like, this guy is not great. And he's like, why did you cut yourself at the table? And she's like, you don't get me. I have to lie all the time or people freak out and faint like Doug over there. I can't be myself. And she tells him to stop treating her like a child. And he's like, well, stop acting like one. Which, fair because she's kind of being a little childish right now. <sighs> but they don't
1: get... Yeah, but that's like the number one thing to say to piss off a teenager. Oh, yeah. Is that. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> And they're kind of interrupted because there's a knock on the door. And Noah's like, let me get that. He goes over and we hear a female voice say, sorry I'm late. Because guess who it is? It's Gretchen.
1: Yay!
0: So Gretchen was there for Thanksgiving running a little late. Can you imagine if she was on time? All of the drama we could have saved.
1: <laughs> yeah, but then, you know, what would where would we be? Exactly, so. exactly.
0: So yeah, yeah, Gretchen was coming over to the dinner and Claire is very I mean, you happy to, have to see her. have drama with
1: Thanksgiving dinner. That's part of mm-hmm. it. No Thanksgiving dinner can go smoothly. So
0: Yes. Yes. Speaking of a smooth speaking <laughs> of,
1: Yeah, speaking of drama. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Well, I mean, Angela's really trying to keep dinner moving. <laughs> yep. So she's like, who's ready for pie? <laughs> and Nathan and Peter, their emotional level has not left that, like, crossed-armed angst since we began. Nope. <laughs> They're just like, mm, the whole time. And so Angela sets the pie down, and Nathan goes to grab the knife to carve it, of course, for no other reason. But, you know, Angela, like, flinches. Like, she, I mean, come on. It's one of those things. It's that hidden thing that's always going to be there. And Nathan calls it out. And he's like, you don't see your son. You see the man who killed your son. And you don't see your brother. Because I'm not your brother. And then it's like, Nathan? And he's like, mm, guess again. And before he goes into it, he's like, we never should have gone to Texas, Pete. Oh. mm <laughs> Like, the whole, like, crux of the show and everything, like, just, oh, it's just, it's all been leading to this, and it always was leading to this. And Siler doesn't just emerge, like, he doesn't just shapeshift, like, hi, everybody, no, 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 not our very dramatic young boy. He goes on this whole, like, fucking high drama, Frankenstein lightning <laughs> bullshit, like, oh, I'm alive kind of thing, because he, yeah, Nathan's body is racked with the electricity, the blue electricity, like we remember from Elle, and it's just like, oh, you know, it's just like, you know, just thrashing around, and it's this whole last thing, and then he's down on the ground. And <laughs> it's like, they, they, you know, Angela and Peter both kind of appear forward, like, like, what's going on? Is it still Nathan? No, no, it's not. Um, much like Gretchen was a late guest to the Bennett Thanksgiving dinner, we have a late guest to the Petrelli family Thanksgiving dinner. Siler's here, baby! Oh, boy! And he's hungry. <laughs> mm-hmm. He, oh my god, the way in which Quinto chews the scenery of this fucking episode is just like a masterclass. He's like all stretched, he's just like, oh, it feels good to finally be me again, and he grabs a napkin because he's civilized, obviously, Rachel, <laughs> and he puts it in, on his, you know, in his shirt, and he flips their chairs around like, alright, let's have a seat, let's have dinner, that's what you want, right? Let's do this. Oh, it's exciting. hmm it's exciting.
0: What's for dinner? I'm he, starved.
1: He's so mad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's so mad. Yeah. They're so boned. Oh, God, they're so boned. They're so boned.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's not It's not great for him.
1: No. Nope. Not even a little bit.
0: It's a high drama of it all, though.
1: Oh, my God, though, right? Like, he didn't have to do that, but he had to do that. Do you know what I you
0: mean... <laughs> We'll discuss that in a second here, if, if he had to do that or not, so...
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there's more to it. It's not it's not that simple, mm-hmm. so... Shall we go back to the carnival? Of course. So, Samuel's harping on and on about, like, oh, the best thing about this meal is that everyone had a hand in making it, and family, and togetherness, and all his crock of shit, right? And he's just like, we've depended on each other for so long, and good times, and bad, and tonight, though, tonight the future is here and it's going to be greater than Joseph ever could have imagined, but I can't say anything yet. No, 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 no. It's gotta be a secret. Cause, um, there's a traitor in our midst. I just learned that the person who killed my brother is right here. So I guess Samuel is just doing like a murder mystery theater that nobody knew they were invited Mm -hmm, to. So mm -hmm. that's a thing. Um, but it's not going to go that smoothly for him because Edgar Has no chill. And he calls him out in front of everyone. He's like, no, you, you're the one. Like, this is your fault. And they're like, is that what you saw, Hero? And Hero knows he can't confirm it because Charlie. So he's just like, I didn't see anything. And so Samuel tries to flip it back around on Edgar. And as they're uh, getting into it, we see a rock was lifting off of the ground. And Samuel was about to take Edgar out the exact same way. Mm -hmm. but thankfully hero is able to stop time and prevent it and he stops time for everybody but himself and edgar and edgar really wants to slice his ass up he really does he's so done with this and it's like not even just the lying and like the murder of someone who i mean edgar probably liked joseph it seemed like everybody liked joseph Mm -hmm. um like legit so that's a thing but it's just the fact that Edgar has clearly been treated like a lackey piece of shit by Samuel since the jump we've seen. So, you know, he has he has the pent-up resentment that's there for sure. And he really wants to take it out on him, but you know, the whole Charlie thing, hero's like I promise you, we're going to defeat him, but sometimes a hero has to know when to, you know, leave to fight another day basically. So Edgar bails and then, you know, time resumes. With a clatter, like plates and stuff clatter. So it's very obvious that something just happened. And Samuel is like, like well, you know, there you go. That's your evidence, because only the guilty. Turn tail and run. Good riddance to that asshole,
0: you mm-hmm. know.
1: He's not part of our family anymore. Yeah.
0: Because, yeah, I can only imagine a lot of these people might not look that favorably on um, Samuel, because, like, he used to be kind of a layabout.
1: No. Uh, Yeah. And now he's telling them to, you know, fucking lift that bale and tote that barge. Like, that's not how it was a few months ago.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little extra insight.
1: Into the, like, carnival dynamic.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I truly think that people actually like Joseph. Yeah, I agree. And Samuel rules with fear. Yes. And, and intimidation. Yes. It's very clear. So.
0: Mm-hmm. So, um. Oh,
1: man. Yeah. Yeah,
0: that, uh. Siler's back, baby, huh?
1: Huh. Guess who's coming to dinner, am I Mm -hmm. right? (laughs) Uh, We go back to the Patrellis and Siler is just fully eating the whole damn pumpkin pie. Just pigging out on it in a very disgusting manner. Um, Because as he says, he feels like he hasn't eaten in months. And he's like, huh, you think that's some kind of, like, existential (laughs) soul thing? You know? Because I wasn't, like, with my body. You think that's why? And Peter's like, you have a soul. And he's like, ha ha ha, that's the best you got, buddy? Like, come on, what are we gonna do? Come on, you big fucking hero. No big speeches about hope or the triumph of the human spirit? Like, come on. And I love how meta he is there, you know? Like, come on, Peter Dreamer Petrelli, what do you got here? Let's let's do this. Because it's like, the way in which Peter views Siler, like, Siler has this, like, way of viewing Peter that's so narrow as well. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's interesting. And I love Peter just being like, why don't you let me out of the chair and find <laughs> out? Because Peter has, like, no discernible badass powers at the moment, and that wouldn't stop him in the nope. least. So, mm-hmm. yep. He's a scrappy young man, and he would die He would die trying to have that fight. As we will see later on, it's going to be very interesting between these two. So he's, you know, he's, he's having that little moment with Peter, like, oh, how adorable. And then he turns over to Angela, and he's like, and you... You, you know, as as though Doug was somehow in the room and asked Siler what he was thankful <clears> for, <throat> was like, ah, thanks for giving me something to strive for, because I thought I was the incarnate of true evil, but guess what? I'm fucking not, because what you did, Woo-hoo, that was another level, bud. And he leans in, and he gives her a kiss, and Rachel and I have problems, because, you know, we really enjoyed that. <laughs> <laughs> calling us out, calling us out. <laughs> oh they just have a fun chemistry anyway um so yeah so that and then just in that very siler way of like just you know boundary passing like just uh, Mm -hmm. the thing that he does and um peter's getting mad about this and uh Siler is just fully enjoying just his little, like, villain monologue moment. He's just like, you know, all this talk of souls and spirits, it's like, it's got my head spinning. But you know what? I'm not a religious man. What I believe in, there's only one thing. I believe in blood. And he goes and he lifts his hand and he's going to murder Angela right there in front of Peter. And he says, he even says time to carve the turkey, which I can't say with a fucking straight (laughs) face. I don't know how Zachary Quinto did. Um, Because it's like, oh, geez. So he, he goes about, he's slicing her, she's screaming, it's, it's happening. But even though Siler is in his body again, it's, it's like how the Siler remnants hung out in Matt, there's still something of this Frankenstein Nathan that they've created that's in this form, and it's not gonna let go without a fight. So as Siler is trying to kill Angela Petrelli, something is not letting him go through with it. And suddenly he has a very real physical confrontation with himself because Nathan, in as much as it is Nathan, is trying to fight back and regain control. And Siler is pissed about this. He's like, no, Nathan's dead because Peter and Angela are like, yeah, yeah, Nathan, fight him, fight him, fight him. His spirit and his mind are fighting for his family. And so after a real good struggle, real good throw around, it looks like, it looks like Pazdar again. It's Nathan again. But Nathan just looks at them and he's just like, he's like, you know, to Angela, like, what have you done to me? Like, this is worse, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not Nathan. I'm not Siler. I'm some weird mix of both. And I'm neither. And I'm both. And it's fucked. And so he runs out of the apartment. And Peter goes after him, but he breaks the window and flies away. Which, rude. He didn't need to break the window, Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. Um, so those windows keep getting broken in that apartment. I, again, how Peter is still allowed to live there. That landlord must fucking hate him. Because so. <laughs> it's not the first time they've broken windows in that apartment. Uh, Money talks,
0: apartment baby. Money so. talks.
1: I guess so. I guess so. He is a Petrelli or whatever. So, yeah. It's not going to be that simple for Siler, apparently. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. That's why I asked earlier. Like, okay, the lightning was kind of dramatic, but was it though? Was that him kind of like beating Nathan down to be like, yeah, let right? me out? He did
1: a little little something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, had a, had a shock in him to be like, you you go you go to your room, yep. <laughs> you go mm-hmm. sit. Yeah. it's my time now. But he's still there. This weird kind of Nathan ish is still around, and so we're gonna deal with that a lot in the next episode in particular. Yeah.
0: Not going to let him kill Angela.
1: No, 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 he's not. Not his ma. No. But hey, Gretchen showed up to Thanksgiving. How's that going?
0: Uh, It seems to be better. Thanksgiving's kind of wrapping up everywhere now. You know, after Nathan flew off, all the other parties are kind of over. And uh, <laughs> so we see Sandra and Doug kind of getting ready to leave. And uh, Gretchen tells um, Claire, yeah, your dad invited me. And Claire asks how the new roommate is, and she's like, oh, it's been awful. No one has tried to kill me for days now. (laughs) And Claire's like, well, you know, if it's boring, you can always come back. There's still a spot in my room. And then she kind of apologizes for, like, doing it right away. And Gretchen's like, "Eh, you know what? You're the only one that I've met in college so far that makes kind of, like, any sense to me. So, aw, ladies. Cute. Cute. And we slide over to Noah and Lauren, who agree on a movie to go see. <laughs> and because he advised her for Christmas, she's like, how about a movie? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, you're going to ask for my number? Or are you going to stalk me in the produce aisle? And he's like, it was canned goods. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and she gives him her card. She's like, personal number's on the back. Use it. And... Everyone's getting ready to leave, so, like, Claire apologizes to Sandra about Doug, and she's like, no, he's fine. I told him he ate a peanut, (laughs) and that's why he (laughs) passed out. And, uh, he's not the sharpest tack, but he's a good man. Again. Hmm. This is what Sandra deserves.
1: It is!
0: So they all bustle out of the apartment, and Gretchen goes off to go wait in the car for Claire And, um, I'm sorry, doesn't even begin to cover it. He's like, Claire, take your time. (laughs) Think about your choices. And Claire's like, yeah, I am going back to school. So, yeah. She thanks him for inviting Gretchen. He's like, did I step over the line? She's like, no, it was the perfect amount of (laughs) nudging in there.
1: Yeah, it was like the perfect dad thing. Yeah,
0: and she's like, next Thanksgiving is at my place. So she heads down to Gretchen in the Cube... Mm -hmm. And we find out that Claire did a little swiping because she has the compass now. And she wants to see where it goes. She wants to see it for herself, make her own decision. And she's like, you up for an adventure, Gretchen? Because we might run into Becky there. And she's (laughs) like, oh, no, she's not my favorite person. But you are, Claire. So which way? Aww. So they're off on an adventure. They're going to go head toward the carnival. Yeah.
1: Love it. Love everything about it.
0: Yeah, so a good ending at that Thanksgiving. Yeah. Absolutely. So let's shimmy over to the carnival then. Samuel calls out Hero for saving Edgar. He knows that he let Edgar get away. <laughs> and why Why do you betray me? You put Charlie in danger. And <laughs> Hero's like, your brother was right. You're powerful, but I'm powerful too. And we get Hero in his, like, serious hero voice that he puts yeah. on. And yeah. this voice doesn't come out to play very often.
1: No, it doesn't. It's for real.
0: Yeah. And Sam was like, I'll make sure you never see her again. And Hero's like, no, you still need me. So you tell me where it is and I go and you're fucked. <laughs> if you do not tell me where she is, I'm just going to leave. And Sam was like, ooh, oh, my stars and garters. I love it that you're standing up to me. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, but you you don't think I'd let you leave, do you? And the guy from the Hall of Mirrors, like, way back. I don't remember what his name is. Damien. Damien, thank Damien. you. Damien no. shows up. And he grabs Hero's head. And he does something to him, because we see a whole lot of memories and stuff. And Samuel's all smug, thinking he's the hot shit. Instead, Hero <laughs> is like, oh my, Hero is like, confused. And he's like, I have to save, like, Watson or something like that. And he pops away. And Samuel's all like, um, this is not what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> and he looks at Damien like, what have you done? So he thought he was going to have little Hero on a leash. But Hero instead was like, bye. Because <laughs> so. it's like
1: the thing with Arthur. Like, if you scramble Hero's brain, he still has his power. And he'll go, boop. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's what happens.
0: Yep, yep, yep.
1: Yeah, because he, he did, like, Watson and then, like, a Star Trek thing. Yes. So it was like... It's yeah. so like,
0: I have to save Watson, beat me up Scotty, or something like that.
1: In Japanese. Yes. Which is mm-hmm. noticeable. So, because all the memories took him way back to season one. Yep, yep, yep. Like, backwards. So.
0: Yeah, I love it, because Samuel's thinking he's the hot shit, and Hero fucking pops off. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Things aren't coming up Samuel, are they, baby?
1: No, they are not.
0: So, we're almost done with the episode. Back to Peter's apartment. <laughs> And Peter is, being the ever the paramedic, helping his mother's little head wound. She did get cut a little bit by Siler.
1: Oh, yeah. He was going for it. So. And
0: he's like, I'm going to find him and I'm going to bring him back. And she's like, no, it's over. It's not possible anymore. And Peter is just like full optimist right now. He's like, anything is possible. Because he just witnessed it happen in his apartment. <laughs> poor, poor, and... poor
1: Siler. He misses the speech. Yep. <laughs> That he wanted. (laughs) Angela's
0: like, he's Siler. You know, Nathan's gone. He's Siler. And Peter tells her, no one wants him dead more than me. But I want my brother alive more than that. I'll find a way.
1: Oh, Jesus.
0: To be continued.
1: It's like, it's one thing to have Angela do the thing she did with Matt and everything. But now that it's like falling apart to have peter react like this it's like oh god they're both in such denial oh no mm-hmm. that's dangerous for everybody
0: <laughs> like peter's grief is kind of fresher because he didn't realize it had happened for so long
1: oh totally yeah and like it's important to look up what the five stages of grief are because they fully go through it with peter in particular
0: so. yes in the next episode mm-hmm yep so how how did you enjoy our Heroes Thanksgiving?
1: <laughs> it's lovely. I, I really like Thanksgiving. It's a fun episode. It's it's definitely different. Like the the something about it, the I don't know, the the way it's arranged or something. Mm-hmm. It, it's different. But um I I mean, yeah, it's our only holiday episode. Yes. In the entire show. Mm-hmm. So it's fun to see a show, especially like a genre show like this, tackle you know, a holiday episode.
0: They're like, no one does Thanksgiving. Let's make a Thanksgiving episode.
1: It's like them and Bob's burgers, yeah.
0: <laughs> I liked how like the, the meal was carried out at the same pace, like through the three places yeah, we had to go all, to. All throughout. hmm
1: mm-hmm. Oh, that was a good choice as well. All of the revelations and secrets and backstabbings and front stabbings and
0: the like mm-hmm.
1: and plus, you know, it, it's it's always, again, it's always fun to watch Siler win and then watch Siler lose. So Yes. Gave me that.
0: You're going to enjoy that I'll a lot in more. the next episode, too. Oh, boy.
1: Trigger warning for the next episode. Shit gets real in terms of violence on the show. They do something, one of the more violent things they've ever done, I think. Um, possibly in the whole run.
0: That says a lot. <laughs> we have a serial killer. Because, clear the yeah, open. they've done...
1: Right, but it's like, that's such a cartoony like thing, True. and also half the people it happens to can heal and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, this is like, no, this is like a person doing this to another person. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: gets it, really like, oof, I have a hard time watching it. I am probably will have a hard time watching it again. So.
0: But, we'll get into that next time. Yeah! Woohoo! For the next episode. Woo. Um, Woo-hoo. any other thoughts? Uh, no. No, I'm No, alright. So I will give us our socials. Yay! All right. You can follow us on Twitter. We are at Eclipse Podcast. If you would like to follow our personal accounts, I am at that burb there. Burb with a B like Oh. Um.
1: Burb with a B like the beans that Doug is allergic to.
0: (laughs) Keisha is at lady underscore snark. S-N-A-R-K. Keisha, what are you tweeting about?
1: Um. I started watching season two of Evil and I highly encourage everybody to do the same thing. To watch season one, obviously. But it's such a great show. Please seek it out. It's on fucking Paramount+. And I know that's, like, not, like, a top-tier streamer. But first season is still on Netflix, I think. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Definitely watch that show. It's great. And, um, yeah. Pretty much just that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, pretty much just that. You know. I finished my 31 Days of Horror Movies. So, that's cool. I I still can't decide if I'm going to, like, talk about them anywhere. I kind of really want... I kind of really want to... It's just the issue of like creating content, I guess. <laughs> like, just like sometimes I. No, no go just ahead. do it! <laughs> I know sometimes I think about doing it, but it's like, but then I'd have to like make myself look like, decent and then like, you know, film myself and I'm tired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: I gotcha. But I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. I gotcha.
1: Um, but yeah, evil. Watch it. Fucking watch it, everyone. It's so good.
0: Yeah. Hard agree on that as yeah. well. Yep. No. Uh, you can send us an email we are eclipsepod at com. but the best way to get a hold of us is through the discord the link will be in the show notes come on over I had a question earlier what was the question
1: <laughs> oh um if it was gauche for Noah to invite Lauren to Thanksgiving considering Sandra was bringing ghost.
0: yes thank you yep thank you because yeah yep. I don't understand the drama there but okay
1: uh, I have a question also, uh, which of the Thanksgivings was your favorite?
0: Mm, mm. Which dinner would you like to attend?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very that.
0: I guess, like, if you wanted the least drama, you would might go to the carnival, because other than that, like, final Kinda. thing, like, there's a betrayal at the end.
1: Yeah, But they're all pretty safe, relatively. Yeah. Pretty.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And then Bennett's is just emotional drama. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then, you know, you get to hang out with Siler, which has its pros and cons. He's beautiful, but he'll also murder you. So, yeah. So, you know, that's always been a thing.
0: So. Exactly. Yeah. So, which Thanksgiving would you like to attend? <laughs> oh. And, uh, yeah, that covers everything. So, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.
1: Next time on Eclipse, Samuel gives an inspiring speech... Claire and Gretchen check out the carnival, eat some popcorn, meet up with Eric Doyle. Wait, what? And Siler continues to prove my theory that while he might be a badass with powers, that he's a total dweeb without, who's about to get his ass kicked by a certain Italian Eagle Scout. Tune in.